Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. No Kieran, it was beauty that killed the beast. Now you're spoiling Disney movies for everybody. Yes, everything's fair game. Okay, well there you go. If this is your first time listening to the show, what we typically do on this show is we attempt to predict the plot of an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, but this week we're taking a break from that and we're actually coming up with our own concept for a Hollywood movie. Our own concept for the movie, yeah, we're putting our money where our mouth is, essentially. Essentially. So what we're doing this time, we took a roll of the die last week Mm. and we've decided that we're going to do a reboot of Robin Hood. That's right. And that seemed like such a good idea. I think I pitched it. I was like, yeah, this is a great idea. There's so many possibilities. And then you realize that there's so many Robin Hood movies. Yeah, it's been rebooted so many times and it's been done in so many ways. That personally speaking, I really found it a Tyson. challenge. Yeah. I found it a challenge to approach it in a way that hasn't really been done before. Yes. Um, I found it similarly challenging without being hokey. I think I managed to be that. But, you know, it seems like it's been done every which way you could possibly imagine. Now, I was actually concerned that you and I may actually come up with the same plot. Oh, God, I hope not. And I'm almost, let's say, 90% <laughs> sure that that's going to be the case. Oh, really? And by the way, you mentioned before we started recording that you think your idea is really bad. I too think that my <laughs> idea is equally as bad. We're and there's in a it point together. I started off serious, but I got to a point where I just went, oh, screw it. Screw mm. it. Nobody cares. And just went balls to the wall with it. It really takes a turn for the bizarre towards the end. Yeah, Not I, too crazy, but like you can just tell when I stop trying. Yeah, I usually put a lot of thought into these kind of things, especially when I'm predicting a trailer. I can't I have to say that this is probably the one thing I've probably put the least amount of thought into. So will that be a benefit to me? Will I not overthink it? I guess we'll, we'll Well, see we're just how like it goes. Hollywood. When was the last time that Hollywood <laughs> put thought into a I Robin kinda, Hood movie? I kind of went with my heart with this one and just went with the concept and just kept going. I think that's the best way to approach it. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a fan of the uh, Robin Hood mythos and ethos. Yeah, I think everybody is, right? Yeah, I kind of dig it. It's a story that is always fun. I mean, it happens a lot. It's very overdone, but you know, you enjoy it, right? A guy that robs from the rich, gives to the poor, all these cast of characters. Maybe we should break it down for anyone who's not familiar with the the classic Robin Hood folklore. So, of course, as we just mentioned, Robin Hood himself is a legendary figure of classic English folklore. With the earliest version of Robin Hood, the folktale itself dating back to the 14th and 15th century. Some people even reckon that it went back as far as the late 13th century. So Robin Hood's been around for a very long time, or at least the tales of Robin Hood have been around for a very long time. And we've had a movie as recently as 2018, so he's still around. Didn't that sneak up? I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, I don't think anybody did. Did anyone go see it? I don't think so. we didn't see it. Of course, there's been several movie iterations of Robin Hood throughout the years. So many. Including Disney's Robin Hood, which Matty D and I watched a few clips of last week after the episode to try and prepare ourselves. That one came out in 1973, back when Disney was close to going bankrupt. Yeah, so I don't don't want to speak for you, but uh, I know my plot, and I could have very easily just done a quote-unquote live-action version of the Robin Hood movie, which I'm sure will be in the future. Imagine that. You just say... Oh, it's just Disney's Robin Hood, but live action. That's exactly. my plot. Yeah, they might actually happen, you know, where they try to use the it. animation for Lion King in their oh, they Robin Hood. It, <laughs> they yeah. reuse it, yeah. Because that's something they really famously did in that 1973 cartoon. They reused old animations from, I think it was The Jungle Book and Aristocrats. There was a, there was a bunch Aristocats, of stuff. Aristocats, sorry. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff, but I think it was mostly Aristocrats and Jungle Book. Aristocats. Aristocats. Yeah. yeah. 
I screwed up as well. I called yeah. it Aristocrats. Yeah. It's the way less family-friendly version of it. <laughs> but yeah, Jungle Book, Aristocats, it was all reused for Robin Hood because basically they couldn't hire animators. They had to cut down their animating staff and just rely on old footage to Which, get them by. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, oh, this is a great movie. And then watching I it I had the opposite adult, reaction. I always thought it sucked. And I was like, oh, actually, it's it's a bit rough. A bit rough around the edges. Yeah. Imagine that now, Disney being on the verge of bankruptcy. Yeah, I don't think it would ever happen. Crazy thought. Another notable Robin Hood film is Robin and Marion, which starred Sean Connery and Audrey Hepburn in yes. 1976. That was sort of like the tales of Robin Hood after his main adventures. So after he defeated the Sheriff of Nottingham and after King Richard came back to the throne. So it's like old man he Robin was Hood. mentoring somebody, wasn't he? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't really remember the movie that I've well. It's been years movie. since I've seen it. And then another notable version, Come of on. course. Is, it, is this the one with, um, what's his face? Kevin Costner. Field of Dreams, yes. So Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. With Alan Rickman. Yes. The Sheriff of Nottingham. Which was great. Mm. I think that's the version that most people are familiar with today. Uh, That came out in 1991. Now, if that version's not the one that's most familiar to you, you're probably most familiar with Robin Hood Men in Tights. Which, of course, was the Mel Brooks comedy version starring Carrie Elways and Dave Chappelle, which came out two years later, 1993. And I've got to say, I love that movie. Yeah. Strong childhood favourite of mine. Yeah, big Mel Brooks guy. Yeah, I actually do quite like a lot of Mel Brooks movies. See, the Robin Hood movie I'm familiar with, and I can't remember what it was, but it was it was an older one. It was the one before. Oh, the Errol Flynn one. Maybe. Back in the 30s. Maybe. I can't believe I didn't mention that first. Yeah. Well, this one I'm thinking of was Colour, so maybe it's not that one. Now, there was another version which came out in 2010, which was just called Robin Hood which starred Russell Crowe. Yes. Now, I remember when they were originally pitching this idea, I think it was back in 2007 that I heard about it, they were originally going to have Russell Crowe as the Sheriff of Nottingham, and he was going to be the hero of the movie, and Robin Hood was going to be the villain. And I thought, ooh, that's an interesting take. Look, isn't that funny that that was around the time when, you know, there was the protests on Wall Street and stuff like that? Yeah. You know, the the 99% and all that sort of stuff. Maybe it was kind of like a shot at the left-leaning people there. Yeah, it seems kind of strange that the authority figure is the hero, and the guy... Robin Hood's a dirty terrorist, man. And the guy who's trying to help out the poor is the bad guy. So it's very much like a Hollywood elitist point of view movie there. I'm sure they would have twisted it to make it work. Yeah, they ended up changing it just to make it a stock standard Robin Hood movie that nobody saw anyway. Yeah. And of course, we mentioned it already in 2018, they had another Robin Hood movie just called Robin Hood, not to be confused with... our friend Eggsy. Eggsy was playing it. Yeah, so Taron Egerton, okay, Eggsy from Kingsman was the main character. Yeah, and Elton John. And he was joined by Jamie Foxx as well as his co-star. Yes, he was was he Little John? I think he might have been Little John actually, but he was a, like a combination of um, right. several characters. Okay. And we also had a TV series as well. I didn't do any research, but it was I don't remember this TV it was show. around it was around the Russell Crowe movie era, so it wasn't it wasn't too long ago and it was quite popular. Had Kilgraves, not Kilgraves, it had the the bad guy from Die Another Day in it as Prince John. Oh really? Oh King John, yeah. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. What was it called? Do you remember what it was called? I think it was don't know. I think it was called Was it called like Sherwood or something like that? They love to do that with yeah, TV I think shows. It was something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Sorry, fans of the show. I think we've pretty much covered it through our brief discussion of these other movies and the stories, but is it worth asking what your history with Robin Hood is? Yeah, do you I'm have sure a history? So. Yeah, I can go into what my history is pretty briefly. I think we kind of covered it there, but I remember watching it on a TV show and I watched the cartoon. You don't remember it that well, obviously. Um, I remember liking it because it had like a very old school medieval vibe to it. And I bought a series of books because I wanted to learn more about the Merry Men because you never know about yeah, the Merry Men. You like Will Scarlet, yeah, Friar Tuck and all those Fry guys. Yeah, Will Scarlet, Friar Tuck, um, Don of Doncaster and... 
Yeah, so that's that's my history. Really. I thought it was Peter of Doncaster. Am I thinking of another guy? Who knows? There's so many of them, and I and I kind of went through a phase where I was doing sort of like research on you know the origins of them and where they kind of came across these characters. But yeah, other than you know when there's a new Robin Hood movie come out, that's really the only time it pops up on my radar. Is it something you like? I enjoy. Yeah. So it's a story you like. Yeah, I enjoy the story. I've got to say, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay, why I'm do you so hate it? tired of Robin Hood. It's just a story that doesn't seem to have that much variation. I mean, they try and give it variation. Yeah, but, but if, there's pretty much very little you can do. If with we're it. going to be a postmodernist, you know, filmmaker, a lot of stories have been done, right? So this yeah. is a this is a story that works, and you can use it very loosely. Guy, who I is think our own personal system. plots will speak to that idea. <laughs> uh, you know, rebel that you know goes against the system and breaks the mold, I guess. But yeah, I never really liked the Disney version. I didn't like the Disney cartoon. I thought it was kind of lame. And I didn't mind the Kevin Costner movie, the 1991 Prince of Thieves movie, mainly because of Alan Rickman. Oh, he was so good. And as I mentioned, I like Men in Tights, but mainly just because I like Mel Brooks movies. So yeah. that's basically my full history of Robin Hood. Right. So two people that don't really have much of a history trying to make or a, a connection. Movie. Well, maybe that m- will make it work for us. Perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. So um, we don't have a real attachment to it. So, so really, we, can, we don't we can, care. We can dissect let's, it as much as we want. Let's just put that out there. We don't care about Robin Hood and we're going to write a movie. But you should care about our movies. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I feel like this is going to be a competition of whose is going to be the worst plot. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll decide at the end. Yeah. And I think you're going first this week. Yeah, I, I'm going first. It looks like. I'm really excited to find out <clears throat> what you've decided to do with it. Jeez, me too. Let me start off. So we're going to open with a flashback. Oh. This is set in a time not too long away from our time. That's right. It's not going to be a medieval Robin Hood. No siree. It's going to be space Robin Hood. <laughs> Don't believe me. I thought about that. But no, it's not going to be space Robin Hood either. But we're not going to know this at this stage. We're going to be introduced to a young boy as he's practicing his bow and arrow. And he is a uh, loving father. They still father. have them in the future? He is, well... Yes, they do. So it's not I, too far from now. So is this like 2025? Yeah, it's not too far. It's a time that's similar to ours, our time. You won't really know a kind of year. All right. So everyone's important. driving around one of those like cyber cars that Elon well, Musk has. We don't see any technology. We're sort of out in a field. Okay. Because this young boy who may or may not be Robin Hood okay. is teaching his son how to use the bow and arrow. Why? You know, because he it's wants good to teach him. Yeah, he wants to teach him. It. He's a bow and arrowist. There you go. He's an, <laughs> an archer. archer. He's an archer. He's an <laughs> Olympic archer. bow and archer. arrow. So he's knocking over bottles with his bow and arrow. Not shooting targets? The bottles are the targets. Okay, fair enough. Okay, yeah, shooting targets. That would make more sense, actually. Shooting I didn't want to shit all targets. over your idea. His father is a kind, seemingly man, is coaching the boy how to shoot. Did you say he's seemingly a man? Seemingly. He's seemingly kind. He's a kind seeming. He's seemingly yep. kind. Yep, okay, I'm with um, you. He's seemingly a man. And he gives him some advice, but as they're doing that, Pull it back see, further. They see that there is an elderly man Another one Being jumped and mugged by a group of hooligans In this field? In this field Okay (laughs) Yes So this is when his father grabs the bow and arrow off his son And shoots it towards the baddies And they, you know, get scared and they run away And his father comes and approaches the old man and, And gives him the clothes off his back Who's played by Kieran Oh, me. You're the homeless man, yep. So I'm in a lot of makeup, apparently. Yes, you are. Okay. Th- that is not that be, old. That is going to be a theme in this movie, by the way. We're going to put all of our budget into our effects. Okay. Yes. Not the writing, apparently. <laughs> so he puts the clothes on his back and, and the guy, you, Kieran, these are your lines, so you have to memorize so I'm them. I'm nude now. Well, no, you're not nude. You're kind of just in your rags. Okay. You're just like, oh, thank you. Bless you, sir. Bless you. 
the father gives you, Kieran, some money as well. No, it's, it's the character that I'm playing. It's not me specifically. No, it's, it's you, the character. That's yeah. right. Once the father leaves <laughs> the old man, which is Kieran. I won't say you're an old man. I'll just say you're a homeless man. He then tells his son, he's, and the son asks, why did you do that? Why didn't you just leave, walk away? Don't get yourself into trouble. You could have been hurt. The father says, well, we need to look after each other. I thought the father left. What? I thought he was talking to me. No, he's talking to his son now. Okay, I'm so confused. I thought you said the father left and the father kid was talking to an old man who's me. No, no, the kid's talking to his father. Okay, so wait, you said the father left again. So the old man left. I yes. left. And yes. now... To make it at ease, the old man leaves. Okay. Yep. Right. And then... It Not le- the old father. No. no. The father is talking to his son. Okay. Jeez, this is going to be a long one. All right. Um, And he says to his son, you know, we need to look after each other because after all, what are we? Except, you know, a community of people that need to look out for each other, especially the people less fortunate than yourself. Boom! We're going to go into a flashy sequence where the word hood appears. <laughs> is that the name the of your movie? That is the name of my movie. It's just hood. Directed. Yes, that's right. And it's not a porno. And it's directed by uh, John Favreau. Really? Yes. Of Iron Man slash Mandalorian that's, fame. That's correct. Yes. And that taco truck movie. Yeah, yeah, the one that I, you know, chef. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, apparently it is. Which is why I picked him, because he's a good director. He can make sense of this absolute shitstorm of a plot. I Uh, won't judge yet. (laughs) All right. And then we flash forward to present day in quotation marks. I thought you said it was was in the future. Well, present day for the movie. Okay. The modern setting of the movie. Okay, so we've come out of the flashback and we're in present day. That's right. Okay. So we are introduced to a lot of visuals of a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Wow. Yeah. So it's Mad Max Robin Hood. Yes, that's right. This might actually work. And Robin Hood is played by the busiest man in Hollywood. (laughs) Of course. Jaimon Honsu. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, that's right. Jaimon Honsu. He explains that the world is in turmoil due to corporate greed and warfare and pollution. Over the gasoline. And it's taken its toll on the world. We won't know what caused this apocalypse, just a multitude of things. It's in, it's in the Had audiences. Had it already happened in the flashback? Or has it happened in the well, interim? we're not going to get that information. Okay, but it's sorry, sort of, I'm it's preempting. Sort of, it sort of happened in the interim. Okay. Um, so it's the audiences. The audience is filling in the blanks, whether it happened, you know, it happened previously or it happened in between. But all we know is, right now, the world's gone to hell. Long time ago, was a man called the Hood Warrior. That's it. That's it. And he sort of says that the system of government has collapsed. Robin Hood, our narrator, tells him that he decided to join the military to restore order to his beloved country. Um, And what country is that? England? We'll say it is England. Okay. Now, because he's such a gifted marksman, it made him the perfect sniper. Oh. So Robin Hood in this version isn't an archer. He's a sniper. He's a sniper. That's right. That's clever. Yeah. Don't you think so? Yeah. And then eventually we see, and I put in brackets the modern archer because I thought I was clever. So then we'll see our good friend Robin traveling back home. He's back home from war. He's going to travel back. He's older and he's kind of, he doesn't feel like he achieved anything when he was out at war. He's going back to his homeland. Right. And he is accompanied by uh, his good friend, Will Scarlet, who is played by the busiest man in Hollywood, Jamon Honsoon. What? I thought Robin Hood was playing that character. Yes, he's playing both characters. Really? Yes. <laughs> Is there like a differentiation between the two? Oh, yeah. Well, like, that's, does he that's, have a fake nose for Will Scarlet? That's why I said makeup is such a big feature in this movie because, okay. you know, you've got to differentiate the characters. But this guy is... So this know, is kind of like that Cloud Atlas movie. Yeah, well, maybe. 
Um, well, Jarmon's such a character actor and such an actor that, you know, blends in the background. I figured he could play a good couple of characters. Yeah, well, it just sounds like you're being lazy to me. <laughs> so they come into the town and they see the entire town has been changed, ravaged, destroyed, torn buildings, depression. More so than it was everywhere. already since it was the apocalypse. Yes, yes. It's gone really, really bad. Will Scarlet and Robin Hood are quite sad to see what has become of their, you know, local town, of their city, which we'll say is London for ease. And here's where they'll meet... Their antagonist, the disgusting and despicable Sheriff of Nottingham, as he is walking around, he comes into the forefront of the pier and he announces that everybody must pay a toll, a tax to the warlord who is taking care of this area. Lord Humongous. Known as John Prince. Okay, fair enough. Or John King. Like Freddie Prince. Exactly. And the Sheriff of Nottingham is played by busiest man in Hollywood, oh. Damon Monsoon. Damon Monsoon, sorry. Jamon Monsoon, okay. Jamon Monsoon. You mean Jamon Monsoon? Jamon Monsoon, that's right. Okay, And he, annu- he announces to everybody that they all need to give donations, otherwise he will kill them. Robin Hood steps up to the mean sheriff and says that he can't do that. The sheriff announces that this world now belongs to John Prince. <laughs> There's an altercation, they get into a bit of fisticuffs. Who plays John Prince? Jamon Honsu. Okay, of course. I should have guessed. I like that Busiest so man far, in Hollywood. I like that so far. Yes. I've been the only other actor in this movie. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Okay. I hope you're in it too. <laughs> Robin Hood bests the sheriff and he runs away like a scolded dog. He says, I'll get you, Robin Hood. You haven't seen the last of me. The townsfolk all thank Robin. Thank you so much. He's been like in, in here pushing his weight over. Uh, thank you so much. The townsfolk all jime on Onsu as well, <laughs> like on a green screen. Oh, they could be. Okay. Well, they could Even be the just, women. They, they could it's be like just... that scene in Being John Malkovich in the restaurant. <laughs> I have a feeling you've predicted a lot of my plots. So okay. Well. Yeah. Maybe I'll keep quiet. So, so yeah, well, no, I'll, I'll just say they're just extras just for the time being, because we've got to give work to somebody, but I figure, you know, give work to Jamon. He's, okay. he's Fair enough. He's a good actor. He needs know? more work, apparently. He needs more work. Exactly, and he he's shown his range. So, due to Robin Hood showing his his character, let's say his true colours, a peasant comes up to Robin Hood and gives him, and the peasant is played by okay. me. Oh, Night okay, <laughs> yep, what a shot! Comes up and just goes gives uh, Robin Hood a letter that says, "We like you, Robin. <laughs> Meet us in this dingy nightclub, oh, of course, <laughs> called the Sherwood." So oh, very nice. So in comes Robin Hood. He doesn't know what to do, but he brings his friend Will Scarlet. He goes to a tavern. He sort of hands his messages to the barkeep, and the barkeep thumbs to the downstairs area, and he goes down stairs to this secret compartment and here we see all of our favorite merry men because what i'm going to do because this is typical in movies the merry men are already established robin hood doesn't establish them yeah, at this point this actually happens in a lot of the robin hood movies it's started by fry like fry tuck is seemingly the leader so we see all our favorites we see fry tuck we see don of don cluster we see the bard alan a dale believe his name is okay all played by uh okay, monsoon and they welcome him and they say we like a gusto kid we're trying to free our people from this tyrannical rule we've got a heist planned you know maybe you could join us out but before you do that we need to know how tough you really are how how ready you really are so like the original books he's going to set up to fight one of their merry men and robin hood's like what i didn't agree to this but already he's too far in and he meets he's already holding the stick he meets out exactly he meets our Little John. And can you guess who Little John is played by? John Goodman. No. It's played by the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
I was fully expecting Jai Monotsu again. (laughs) No, he plays other characters later on. So they fight. They have a scuffle. Robin Hood is nearly beaten, but he makes his own and, you know, eventually takes down due to his wits. Little John and Little John laughs and, like, they become friends, like, straight away. So Robin Hood is in and they have a plan where they're going to attack John Prince. Every time I say it, it sounds stupider. Uh, He's got some trucks. They found he's got some trucks of food being delivered to his sort of outpost, his fort. So they're going to attack that. They're going to steal and they're going to give to all the people that are starving because they're great guys. Heist ensues. We'll use your imagination. They attack these trucks. It's a very clever action scene, but Robin Hood manages to see someone he hasn't uh, he hasn't met before. He gets quite smitten because one of the people that are embarking on this journey is Maid Marion. Oh, yes, who has played been played by Jaiman Honsu. Played by Jaiman Honsu. That's really? right. In a week, <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's methoding. Who is set to marry John Prince, and Robin is immediately in love. <laughs> For obvious reasons. He yes. sees a lot of himself in Maid Marion. <laughs> but the the heist is a success. And these goons come back to John Prince, who we get to meet for the first time. And he is furious that somebody stole all his stuff and, food, and, made, the better, and made the better of him. But then he comes to... All these soldiers a, are going to have to go hungry. Oh, by the way, John Prince is played by uh, yeah, Jamin Hodson. You already said um, that. Then he comes up with a great idea. He's like, no, because Robin Hood, they recount tales of uh, Robin Hood sniping all the bad guys. And he's like, that's a very skilled sniper. He was just like Bradley. Cooper in yes, that movie. We should get him on our team. Tell you what we'll do. We'll host a contest, a sniper contest. Oh, yeah. Hopefully to pull him out. It's a future thing. That, they don't have them yet, but they will in the future. They will. They will. I was going to say an archery contest, but now nah, we'll say a sniper contest, you know, just because he's going to recruit people. He's going to open up for recruitment. Robin hears back about this. He decides, you know what? I really like that girl that I met. I'm going to try to like woo her. And all the Merry Men are like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. But he decides to go anyway. So, of course, they go with him and the Merry Men go together and they disguise themselves and try to infiltrate this. They disguise themselves as each other. Disguise themselves as like, you know, just like normal. regular Jaiman on suit. Exactly. Exactly. And they do this contest. Robin Hood is doing really well. He's beating everybody because he's just naturally gifted. And Maid Marian realizes because she's like in servitude at the moment. She realizes Robin Hood and he gives her like a wink and a nudge and whatnot. Anyway. John Prince realizes it's Robin Hood, so he pulls him aside and he's like, I know who you are. Look, I'm going to give you an offer. Join my team. I'll make you rich. I'll protect you. You know, I'll give you whatever you want. I'm just trying to do good for the people. Robin Hood goes, no, I'm not about that. He uh, gets into a scuffle and then takes Maid Marian and escapes, runs away. And this infuriates John Prince. He's really, really mad now. So he decides that he's going to send all his people in and they're just going to just start massacring people. And then uh, we're going to get a scene further on down the track where Robin Hood, there might be some banter going on because they're going to hide in the woods during this time. Smart, right? Mm. And then Robin Hood is going to come in and just see all this desolation, all this waste, all these dead bodies. He's going to ask one of the survivors, might be me again, what happened? And I'll say, they came in and they just started just, you know, just shooting everyone down. John Prince's men. Yeah, John Prince's men came in and killed us all and just took our stuff and destroyed our things. They took the food back. (laughs) They took the food back. They punched us in the stomach and made us regurgitate. Yeah. Anyway. So Robin decides he's going to put, he's going to bring the fight back to him and he's going to rally all the people of the town, all the people of post-apocalyptic London, anyone who wants to fight, and he's merry men and they're going to charge and attack this tyrannical warlord. And this is where we build up to our big epic 
fight scene. Everything you can imagine. Explosions, shooting. They manage to get into the fort. Do they have a car chase? Well, I'm going to say that they have like Mad Max style like dirt bikes and stuff and maybe a tank because that'd, that'd be, be cool. sick. So Robin Hood's like, yeah, let's do it. And all of a sudden a tank comes in like the ogre in Lord of the Rings where they're like, what the hell is that? Oh no. And they have to defeat a tank. Robin Hood has a has a one-on-one with the Sheriff of Nottingham and he defeats him and manages to get to John Prince. He points his gun at John Prince. John Prince says, it doesn't matter. If there's not me, there's going to be someone else. And I've got all these explosives that'll manage to wipe out the whole of London. More so, because it's post-apocalyptic. More so, but kill everybody. And we're going to start fresh from a clean slate, because that's what bad guys want to do. Robin, in a tearful moment, decides that he's going to take some of the explosions, because he knows he can't beat John Prince, and explode his like the main part of his fort. That has all all the good stuff in it, all the stuff that they've been holding over, you know, the townsfolk, and pretty much destroy not only John Little, not John Little, John Little's the rock, not only John Prince, but also all his things so nobody else can come in and, you know. What? No other, like, leader can come in and uh, oh, he, enforce he their will. He blows up all his bombs. So yeah. There's no more bombs left, so yeah. no one else can take the bombs no one else and do can the bully, same thing. No one okay. else can bully people. Yay! Everybody wins, but everyone's quite sad because the hero, Robin Hood, is dead. The great legend known as Robin Hood. And then oh, we're no. going to have one tender moment scene where Maid Marian is holding hands with a little boy. So I guess we assume that he was boning in that forest. What forest? I thought they were in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they went to the woods, you know, in that okay. bit there. And she says... Just for sex. Um, yeah, you know, just to, you know, just to hide out for that time. And then she says, oh, your father was a great man. You would have loved to have met him. He was a leader among men. And then this little boy goes, do you think I could be a leader one day? And she says, you know what, Richard? I think you can. Wow. That's my plot. Finn, that's your plot. Finn. Finn. It's over. <laughs> Finn. Wow. I suddenly don't feel as bad about my plot now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. My plot was great. Wow. I, I don't even know what I think of that. <laughs> Could that be the worst Manny D plot that we've ever heard? Could be. Listeners, you decide. All right. Let Write me in know. and let us know. Let, let me know. All right. Thumbs up or thumbs down on Manny D's plot. Look, it was in a setting that Robin Hood hasn't been done before. <laughs> I actually really like the setting. I thought that was one of the best parts. Yeah. That you, is a great did idea. Did you like my casting? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was called half asking. <laughs> you asked me. But anyway. I really like the Mad Max style setting. I think that would really work for a Robin Hood movie. But I think rather than him being a sniper, maybe they're so technologically behind because of that the he has to be an archer. that they have to resort to using old school weapons. Maybe they're so far in the apocalypse that they've sort of reverted back to medieval times. So they're using like car doors as shields and they've made like armor out of, I don't know, cookware or old bits of machinery yeah. and stuff like that. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. That's all in my plot I mean, as that, well. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't have that in your plot, but... I am actually really excited about that Robin Hood idea. So I think you could build that into a great movie. Mm. Uh, I just think you need to workshop it a bit more. Well, I feel like well, I, you know, I feel like I'm the producer giving the scriptwriter like feedback look, on the script. I'm, I'm an artist, and you know, obviously, you just don't understand. It's right. just gone over your head. Make obviously. it independently and change nothing. <laughs> exactly. And I'm well, sure course, it'll be a hit. Of course, it'll be it'll a do that. hit. Yeah, they'll love it. Well, go on. You're Robin Hood okay, now. Okay, yeah, great. Now that I've badmouthed <laughs> you, I have to show you mine. Yeah, I'm going to be very sceptical now because you've hurt my feelings. Mine was perfect. <laughs> so I don't want to reveal who the director of my movie is until the very end because I don't want to give away where my plot the is style, going. style, yeah, okay. Or the style in the movie because thankfully you and I didn't have the same plot but we were sort of on the same track, weirdly enough. Oh, Jesus, really? But not really. Okay. We both had Robin Hood in our plots. Yes, exactly. So, my movie. 
I'll tell you the title at the end because, again, I don't want to give too much away. All right. But the year is 2020. Okay. So it's next year. It's modern day. I know exactly where you're going now because I almost went there. And we open on the east end of London. The local mob boss, Big Richard, played by Ian McShane, has recently been killed in a gangland shootout, so he's not in the movie for very long. (laughs) And his younger brother, Johnny the King. (laughs) Jesus. That's a better name than John Prince. Yeah, right who's played by Tom Hardy, with a great beard, has taken over the local crime syndicate. The mob under Big Richard originally had ties to the local street gangs, but ever since Johnny the King took over, he's been trying to drive the gangs out of the East End, and he uses the corrupt police force as his private army, led by Detective Inspector George Nottingham, who is played by Ralph Innocent. So he's a corrupt uh, inspector. Yeah, Detective Inspector, a DI. Nice casting, by the way. So yeah, Ralph Innocent, who I think we talked about recently in Doolittle, is going to be playing the father of, what is it, Tom Stubbins? or whatever that character's name is. (laughs) I think he was also in Game of Thrones. And weirdly enough, he was also in Kingsman. When I saw him in Kingsman, when I watched the movie the other day. What was he in Kingsman? He was the policeman who arrested Eggsy and then had to let him go because Harry called in a favour. Okay. People who've seen the movie will know who I'm talking about. But yeah, Ralph Innocent is known for his trademark deep growly voice. (laughs) I couldn't even do it. My voice is like nowhere near as deep. (laughs) We cut to a London prison where we meet Robin Robbie Loxley, played by John Boyega of Star Wars fame. Right. And his friend Pete D, who's no relation to your brother, who's played by Daniel Ezra, who's a British TV actor. I probably couldn't name anything that most people are familiar with, but look him up if you want to see what he looks like. They are two members of a street gang from Sherwood Towers, which is a large <laughs> council estate tower block in the East End. What's their gang name? The, the Merry Lads? Oh, they're just the Sherwood Boys. Or... Right. Actually, no, they have a, a name for their group later on. But yeah, well, they're just from that council tower block. So they just naturally form a gang. They grew up together and they've just become hoodlums together over the years. So the two are serving time on a trumped up assault and robbery charges. That's why they're there in the first place. So one day, while in the prison yard, they confront a pair of racist inmates, played by Maddie D and myself in a cameo. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> who are in the process of beating up a Muslim prisoner called Azim, who is played by, of all people, Zayn Malik of One Direction fame. (laughs) Did you just want to beat him up? Well, maybe a little bit. (laughs) But I just thought he sort of had the look that I was going for, so that's why I cast him. Okay. And maybe because he actually is a Muslim as well, so I didn't want to take away acting roles from real real Muslims. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So a fight breaks out, and Robbie and Pete are able to save Azim from his attackers. However, Pete is mortally shanked during the struggle. As Pete lies dying in Robbie's arms, he makes Robbie promise that he'll protect his sister, Marion. Protect her with his penis. (laughs) A few weeks later, we have a scene where Robbie is informed by two police detectives that his father has been found murdered in his apartment. Robbie tells them that he has no idea who is responsible, but his smouldering glance at D.I. Nottingham... who stands smirking nearby, tells us otherwise. That he's attracted to the Sheriff of Nottingham. No, it's not that sort of smouldering. Right, it's an angry smouldering. Right. Like, uh, a, like a fire. Not a passionate fire, an angry fire. Us in the fan base can choose to believe that there's a romance here. I'm going to go on those forums and make it happen. Okay, fair enough. You see, the two racists were members of Johnny the King's crew. and That's killing- us, right? Yep. And killing his father was their way of getting back at Robbie. We cut forward a few months, and Robbie is released from the prison. Outside, he finds Azim waiting for him on the steps. Azim feels that since Robbie saved his life, he wants to pay him back. Robbie tries to turn down Azim's offer, but Azim assists on being Robbie's loyal follower and protector from now on. Is Azim based on any character? Yeah, he's based on Azim from Robin Hood. Okay, I didn't know that one. Well, specifically, I think there was a character called Azim in Prince of Thieves. Right. Who I think was Morgan Freeman, if memory serves. Oh, okay, right. And he's based on that character. Okay. 
Robbie returns to Sherwood Towers, where he informs Marion, played by, don't laugh at the name because it's a real name, played by Gugu Mbatha Raw. Are you serious? Yes. Right, okay. She was in the remake of Beauty and the Beast. She was the maid who was in love with Cogsworth. She's also a voice in the new Dark Crystal series, and she was one of the main characters in the San Junipero episode. Oh, that's the actress's name? Yep. Okay. Of Black... Mirror. So you were laughing at a real oh, person's name. I thought I thought it was the character name. No, it was said. Maid Marion. Okay. I thought you were saying Maid Marion's name was. No, Maid Marion is played by Gugu Mbatha Raw. That's There's the real nothing name. funny about that. <laughs> okay, see, look, now you're taking it back. I hope you feel appropriately bad. <laughs> Sorry, Gugu. Well, have you heard my plot? <laughs> Fair enough. So he informs Marion of the death of her brother, Pete. Marion breaks down in tears and holds Robbie tight. And Robbie is left unsure how to feel about this. Because he doesn't want to make moves on his best friend's sister, especially since he's, you know, only been... Attracted to the sheriff. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So Robbie then introduces Azim to the rest of his gang, including Red, who's a play on Will Scarlet, of course. Scarlet, Mm -hmm. Red, Red, Scarlet. Very smart. Who's played by Matthew Lewis. And I know you're thinking, who's Matthew Lewis? He was Neville Longbottom in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, cool. He's a big, hulking, intimidating figure now, so I thought that it would be quite appropriate. You haven't seen him lately? Well, I know he's a good-looking dude these days. He's been working out. He's buff. Okay. So I thought he'd make a fun gang member. And Little John, his name isn't changed at all. Played Didn't by... call him John Little or something? No. So Little John is played by Daniel Kaluuya, who you may know from Get Out or Black Panther. Yeah. So Little John tells Robbie that the mob are extorting all the local neighborhood businesses and they decide that they need to act fast or they'll all be driven out of the neighborhood that they grew up in. Make sense? Yep. Robbie's gang, with the help of a local priest, Father Tucker, <laughs> played by, would you believe, oh. the hardest working man in Hollywood. Yeah! <laughs> Jaimon Honsu. He's got to be in every movie. Exactly. That's why I worked him in. I thought, Matty D isn't going to work him into his movie. How wrong I was. <laughs> so Father Tucker, who is tired of being harassed by the mob, he gets together with the gang and they all come up with a plan to attack and rob Johnny the King's rackets and business fronts. So it's time to turn the tables a little bit. So they all don black hoodies and rob the drug dealers, the brothels, the backroom card games, etc. Any illegal business front that's making money for the mob. Then they give all the money that they steal back to the people in their neighbourhood who have lost their homes and businesses to the mob. Meanwhile, Johnny the King has no idea who is behind the attacks on his fronts and tasks D.I. Nottingham with tracking down the key members of the gang. Because they're all in hoods and they wear the same outfits, you just can't tell who they are. And they don't know what neighbourhood they're from either. So throughout the movie, Robbie develops a romance with D.I. Nottingham... No, with Marion. (laughs) With Marion. And one evening, Detective Nottingham spies the two going into Robbie's apartment to Netflix and chill. Right. I like to imagine that Nottingham is parked in his car with binoculars across the street, just sort of like watching incognito. And they're watching the Disney version of Robin Hood. Yeah, exactly. And making out on the couch. It's a good date movie. I guess so. (laughs) It's a terrible date movie. (laughs) Gets me in the mood. I don't know about you. The next morning, while she's walking to work, Marion is kidnapped by a group of thugs who throw her into the back of a van. Marion is taken to an abandoned warehouse where Nottingham appears and orders her to reveal if Robbie is behind the organised attacks on the mob. Marion, of course, says nothing, so they smack her around, as is tradition in boo. these movies. Yeah, boo, they're bad guys. bad guys. Boo. Father Tucker tells Robbie that he saw Marion being kidnapped. He was peeking out his window or something like that. And he was eating. Saw the whole event. Oh, this Tucker is not a fat guy. No, he's not. He's German on Sue. So the race is on to find her before any more harm can come to her. Robbie and his... Robbie and his gang of merry hoodlums attack Johnny the King's base of operations head-on, which happens to be a local pub. I like to imagine that all of Johnny the King's meetings and business goes in and out of this big corner Like a fight pub. club bar or something like that, right? No, it's just like a standard British pub. Okay. He sort of sits in the corner and he makes it his office, essentially. And the guy behind the bar is like this big, bald, handlebar moustache, gun-toting guy. Just to paint an image in everybody's heads. 
Anyway, so Robin Hood and his gang attack this pub, and we have a huge shootout between the Hoods and the mobsters. See, I told you the they had a gang hoods. name. Yeah, they're called just the Hoods. The Hoods. Yeah. The Hoods from the Hoods. Because they wear black hoods, like hoodies. Hoodie style jumpers. Yes. Yeah. So the Hoods are skilled with hand-to-hand combat, as well as skilled marksmen, so they're able to handily wipe out all of Johnny's thugs. Johnny the King attempts to flee, but Robbie is able to stop him with a well-aimed bullet to the leg. Robbie then steps on Johnny's bullet wound, quite like in <laughs> Dirty Harry, until he gives up the location of Marion. Poor Tom Hardy. Do your hoodlums give to the poor at any point? Yeah, they give to the neighbourhood. Uh, Don't you remember that part? Yeah, sure. So all the shopkeepers and families who have had their businesses firebombed by the mob, essentially. Yeah. They've given them all that money. Cool. Meanwhile, at the warehouse, Marion still hasn't given any information to Nottingham, so he tells her that tomorrow morning they'll find her floating in the River Thames, and he prepares <laughs> to cut her throat. Just as he puts the knives to her throat, Robbie and his gang burst in through the skylights, and another action scene breaks out. Love it, love it. Is During- this where you gave up? <laughs> You could tell, can't you? <laughs> During the fight, Robbie finds himself out of bullets, so he goes to shoot a corrupt cop and mm. his gun just... Yeah. And he's about to be blasted by a shotgun-wielding cop. But the cop is stabbed in the back by Azeem at yeah. the last second. And Robbie says, now I owe you one. And Azeem replies, <laughs> no, you owe me nothing. And then continues to karate kick the bad cops. Love it. When all his fellow corrupt officers are taken out, Nottingham grabs Marion and puts a gun to her head. He shouts at Robbie across the warehouse to give himself up and come quietly. Robbie, not wanting to risk Marion's life, throws down his gun and raises his arms. Nottingham laughs and says, you always were just a dumb hood and points his gun at Robbie. Click. The gun was empty the whole time. As quick as a flash, Robbie pulls another gun from the back of his pants and says, that's Robin Hood, motherfucker, <laughs> and shoots Nottingham in the forehead. Okay. UK hip-hop blares. So we've just upped the uh, the rating here. So it was already so M-A or R rated oh, okay, anyway. Right, it's right. very violent up to this point. Yeah. Uh, so UK hip-hop blares and credits roll. And I just want to reveal at this point that the director was Guy Ritchie. <laughs> okay. And I think the movie will be called Robin the Hood. Robin the Hood. Robin the Hood is yep. in there. Oh. As in, not as in the name Robin, as, as in, in Robin R-O-B-B-I-N as apostrophe. In, as in they're Robin the actual hood. Yep, exactly. Love it. There you go. So that's very Love much. It. Oh, wait, no, you shut on my plot. I hate it. It's terrible. <laughs> I told you there were lots of elements of no, your plot I liked, that I like. I liked your plot. It was, uh, I could see that being a movie. <laughs> Certainly, I could see that being a movie. So obviously I was very much inspired by like Guy Ritchie movies, uh, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, mm. Snatch. All of those movies, yeah, as well as Attack the Block. I thought Attack the Block. That's I was why like, John Boyega was, was the main thinking, character, and was, they lived in a big apartment. Block. Yeah, I was thinking of Attack the Block when I was, yeah, when I was listening to that. Yeah, it makes sense now, doesn't mm, it? It does. So, what did people think? Was mine the worst plot, or Maddie D's the worst plot? If you want to let us know, or if you have an idea how to successfully reboot Robin Hood yourself, you can let us know at several places. You can leave us a comment on this episode's page. Neither of us went to space, which is what I thought yeah, was going to happen. Exactly. Well, I did that in my Cool Runnings So that, that's so an opportunity for I you at home. that bridge. Yeah, so if you want to write a story where Robin Hood's in space fighting stormtroopers or something like That'd that. That'd be sick. Yeah, leave us a comment on the episode page. Otherwise, send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Potential Spoilers Podcast. We should come up pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Look for that explanation point. And you can let us know what you think. By the way, I just wanted to point out one of the movies that we predicted the plot of in the past is currently in cinemas for most of the world, not Australia. Yeah, of course. But Jumanji, The Next Level, is currently out. But if you're an Australian like us, you have to wait all the way until December 26th to see it. So Boxing Day. Yeah. Because uh, I guess they figured... It's going to be a big boxing a, day. It's a holiday movie. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm looking forward to that So one. if you're going to go see Jumanji The Next Level anytime soon, listen to our show either before or after you go and see the movie and you can judge how well we did. That's right. That was actually one of the episodes where we teamed up to work out a plot. Yeah. And so next week, we're actually going to revisit the first show where we ever teamed up to try and predict a plot together. Oh, yeah. This one's going to be a tough one. And that, of course, was when we predicted Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So we're going to watch Avengers Endgame. Who are we kidding? We're well, going to re-watch we've, Avengers Endgame. We've seen Avengers Endgame. We kind of know where we're at but we're going to re-listen to what we said because I yep. forgot a lot of what I yeah, said. Yeah, so did I. But and I know it wasn't a lot of correct stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think there'll be laughs abound at how much stupid stuff we said. Correction, how much stupid stuff I said yeah. during that episode and yeah. we're going to see how much we got right and we're going to see how much we got wrong. Yeah. So join us next week for that. Thanks for listening to our Robin Hood plots this week. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week. Tally-ho. Tally-ho indeed. All the kitchen scraps for lepers and orphans. No more merciful beheadings. And call off Christmas. I'm hey. 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 I'm h